is that let's say you have 15 grand invested in that deal after you have to come to the table with some money to do the refinance because you didn't buy it cheap enough. If you take 15 grand and that's your quote unquote basis, the money you have in the deal, and let's say that property makes $250 a month of positive cash flow net to you after all expenses. That means annually that property is going to make $3,000 in net profit. You take that $3,000, divide it into $15,000, you're making a 20% return on your money, which is really, really good. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Fast Track. I'm your host, Greg Helbeck. And on this podcast, you are going to learn exactly how to be a successful real estate investor step by step by me interviewing some of the top real estate investors and entrepreneurs in the entire country. And there's also going to be a bunch of episodes where I'm just going to individually talk about real estate deals that I've done that have been successful, some deals that haven't been successful. I'm going to talk about my weekly real estate investing lessons, stuff that I've learned from the trenches that you can learn for free on this podcast. So if you're looking to level up your game as a real estate investor or become a real estate investor, this is the podcast to listen to. So if you do get value from the show today, please do me a favor and leave us a review on whatever podcast platform you are listening on so we can get this message in front of more people. And without further ado, welcome to the show. Everybody, welcome to today's podcast. This is the Real Estate Investing Weekly Lesson. And I'm Greg Helbeck. I am a full-time real estate investor. I've done around 200 deals and I got a seven-figure real estate operation. I own rental properties. So the point of me saying that is I am a qualified person to give this advice. There's a lot of people online who have not done a lot of business and they're giving advice. So you got to be weary of that. So that is my background. Today, I'm going to talk about on the show, can you do a true burr deal? Does that exist, right? There's a lot of people out there and they have this fantasy where they're going to wholesale some houses. They're going to do a couple house flips. They're going to save some money up and they're going to into the burr business, which if you're not familiar with that, it's basically buying rental properties at a discount, refinancing, and then in theory, not having to have any of your own money in the deal because you would buy the house with someone else's money and then obviously refinance the house with the bank's money. Therefore, you don't need to bring any of your money into the deal. So I will tell you this. Yes, it does exist, but it is generally very hard to do. I've done two true burr deals and they were absolute unicorns where I stole the properties basically. Well, one of them I basically stole. I got it for $65,000 and it was worth worth like at the time 160 grand now it's worth like 260 and the other one I bought it like literally 100 grand below market value and needed no work so you're gonna have to really find a unicorn deal to do this but you can do the true burr however here is the reality with the burr strategy especially with the way the market is right now as of December of 2023 with the high interest rates the truth about burr properties generally speaking have to buy a burr property even deeper than a flip because nobody talks about on this burr thing these closing costs that come when you refinance a house. So at least in the area, I do a lot of rentals in, in New York, which is not a great landlord state, but I digress. You know, the closing costs on a refi are usually at least $10,000. So you're going to be paying points sometimes. You're going to have to put money into the escrow account. They're going to want you to put a bunch of money into that escrow account to start it up. You're going to have a lot of recording fees and mortgage fees and all these different fees. And generally speaking, you know, it's going to be about $10,000 in closing costs just to do a refinance. So let's walk through the math on a simple bird deal. And before I actually walk through the math, I'm going to tell you something that is true usually. When you're doing a burr, all right, you're buying a property at a discount, you're renovating the property, you're renting the property, you're refinancing the property, hopefully repeating the process. Usually on most deals, you're going to have to leave 
between five and $20,000 in the deal, which usually means that when you do the refinance, whether you're doing a rate and term or a cash out, you're going to have in between five and $15,000 of your own money in that deal. Now, some people might say, well, that's crazy, Greg. I don't want to have any of my own money in that deal. The way I would look at it, if you really know financial numbers and cash flow, is that let's say you have 15 grand invested in that deal after you have to come to the table with some money to do the refinance because you didn't buy it cheap enough. You know, they're only going to give you whatever on the refi. If you take 15 grand, and that's your quote unquote basis, the money you have in the deal. And let's say that property makes $250 a month of positive cash flow net to you after all expenses. That means annually that property is going to make $3,000 in net profit. If you take that $3,000, divide it into $15,000, you're making a 20% return on your money, which is really, really good. So that means that in five years, you're going to have all your money back. And at that point, the property is going to most likely be worth more and you're going to have your loan paid down and blah, blah, blah. You can depreciate it. So don't look for these unicorn deals. Yes. Are they out there? If you do enough marketing, and you know how to negotiate. Of course, they're out there. I've done them myself. I have friends who've done them. You really got to get the property deep because the whole idea with a burr is that if you buy a property at a deep enough discount, i.e. like 65 cents on the dollar minus repairs, which would be even cheaper than a house flip because a house flip's usually 70, 75 cents on the dollar because you want to make about 10% of the sales price when you're flipping a house. If you really think about it, you buy the house at 65 cents on the dollar, all right? You get the house repaired because you you know backed out your rehab numbers on your offer. And then you go and you do a refinance and the bank gives you 70% of the value. That 5% difference usually can cover your butt and have you truly have a no money down burr or a no money in the deal burr because they're only going to give you 70%. And if you have a 5% spread between what you bought it for and what you can refinance it for, generally that will cover you. And the reason it's difficult as well is because when you buy a house with somebody else's money, I'm assuming you're not paying cash. The way that you buy the property is through either mostly hard money or private money. So when you're borrowing money from somebody else, you're obviously going to owe interest. And if you're borrowing, money at 12% per year. And let's say you give them a six month minimum. That's what I do with my lenders. You're going to owe money in, in interest. And then you're going to have closing costs, you know, regarding the mortgage. So you're going to have, at least in New York, you're going to have three to $4,000 in just fees to record the mortgage. And maybe you're paying points. And then, you know, you're going to be paying their monthly interest or that's going to be balloon interest. So there's a lot of these soft costs that get baked into these deals that nobody really talks about. So you really got to buy that property extremely deep below market value if you want to do a true burr and have none of your own money in that deal. So I'm going to walk through it, a legitimate true burr deal. I'm going to share the actual numbers and then I'll end the video. So this is the most recent burr deal I've done. I bought the property for $140,000. Okay. And I didn't do a cash out refi. I'll explain that in a minute. I bought it for $140,000. The seller agreed to sell me the property for that price. I borrowed $160,000 from a private lender. So I borrowed 160, even though I only owed the seller 140. Property needed literally no work. Needed nothing. It was good to go, which is rare if you're buying a house that deep of a discount. Market value of that property is $245,000. So I bought the house up basically $100,000 below market value, roughly. A little bit more than 100000 A little bit more than hundred grand below market value because the seller wanted to sell quick Texas. So at the closing, I actually got paid. I got paid after the closing costs and everything was said and done, about $10,000 because there was 10 grand on the closing costs. I had to pay my team, this, that, and the other. So I had a check for $10,000 to buy a property that I did not owe tax on because you don't pay taxes on loans. So what I did was I went to the bank after I closed with a private lender and I immediately did a rate and term refinance. So I just had the bank 
refinance me out of that private loan. I owed that lender six months worth of interest, even though I only had the property for about a month before I refinanced. Well, I owed the lender whatever that dollar amount is, you know, 160,000 times 0.112 divided by 12 times six, which is what I owed that lender in terms of the payoff. So it was all said and done. I had enough equity to where the lender who is the bank in this situation, the final lender, was able to roll all of the closing costs and the payoff into the loan because it was a certain loan to value. And I truly did a deal with none of my own money. I actually got paid 10 grand to buy that property, which is pretty cool. And that property now, I think I owe like 180-ish thousand on the property and it's worth like 245, 250-ish. So I was able to literally get involved in a situation like that where there's a, you know, little bit of equity. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a crazy equity spread, but you know, 60, 70 grand worth of equity. And I made $10,000 and the property is a positive cash flow. It makes about a hundred bucks a month, nothing to write home about, but that's an asset I'll plan to keep for a very long time. And hopefully it'll keep going up in value. And obviously I'll be paying the loan down. And that was with a higher, you know, I think that interest rate was in the sixes, I believe, maybe in the sevens. So that is a true burr. And the way that kind of going on a rant here, but the way that you can get around the seasoning, because when you cash out refinance a property, you have to wait minimum six months, usually 12 months to do a refi, a cash out refi if they're cash. If you borrow all that money from a private lender in the form of just a, a purchase money more, a purchase money loan, they don't care that you know you have no money in the deal because they're just paying back the first lender. So if you know what you're doing and you buy the property at the right number, you could basically still do that without having to worry about the seasoning because they're just doing a rate and term swap. They're not doing a cat. They're not giving you cash. So anyway, rant over. To summarize this video, yes, you can do the true burr, but it's very rare. You have to steal the property. Generally speaking, most of the time you're going to be leaving five to fifteen grand in these deals. Which, like I said, if you do the math like I did earlier on the cash and cash return could be phenomenal. So I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, do me a favor. And if you're listening on a podcast, if you could subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. If you're watching it on YouTube, if you could just leave me a comment on YouTube, like the video and subscribe, it would really mean a lot to me. And then if you have a property you want to sell me, I love to buy from wholesalers and other people who if you have a house, think as a deal. And it's in Reno, Nevada, the Hudson Valley area of New York, Delaware, or San Diego. Send me an email, greg at velocityhousebuyers.com, and I will see you on the next Real Estate Weekly Lesson. Take care.